Hello, 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 everyone. It's your girl, Candace, back at it again with a brand new episode of the Manic Candace podcast. How has everybody been for the past week? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, whenever and wherever you are listening. If you are new here, my name is Candice. I am bipolar and I share my experience with you so that you can learn something from my mistakes. I also talk about a bunch of other shit, but it keeps it real. Today, this afternoon, this evening, this night, whatever, we're going to talk about all the things I wish that I knew before I was 20. Um, I wish somebody sat me down and just laid it all out. Um, I feel like my life would be a lot more manageable and a little less stressful if I knew these things. I take a look at my audience, which is you and A lot of you are in your early 20s. And if you're in your early 20s, it's not too late to turn it around. But if you're like me and you're in your late 20s, use this opportunity, use this episode to brainstorm like things you should know, things you should be curious about for your next decade in life. So I should be wondering what I need to know for my 30s now that I'm reflecting back on what I should have known before I entered my 20s. Does that make sense? So let's just get right into it. Just get right into it. What I wish I knew in the beginning of my 20s is that men are more likely to cheat with you than cheat on you. Um, What do I I mean by that? In my experience, I, I mean, in my personal view, I always was just like afraid of getting cheated on. And I thought that I thought that, like, it would just be... I didn't think about, like, the people they cheat with uh, until I became that person. I I was used a lot, and I was lied to a lot because I was naive, because I was young, because I didn't know better. I didn't know how to vet. And that leads into my next point is learn how to vet people. What does that mean? Research them. Verify them. Are they who they say they are? That would have saved me so much grief. Because there are people that I've come across in my dating life during my 20s, um, in my professional life, in my art career, is that if I took the time to do my due diligence, there are I wouldn't have been on Pornhub. I wouldn't have been betrayed and cheated on. I wouldn't have been let on for a year in a relationship. I wouldn't have let people push me around at my job. I um, I just, I, I need to learn how to, anybody that comes in contact in my life, I should have done my research on them. Um, because not everyone is who they say they are. And... That's one thing that I wish I knew is that people put on a front when they first meet you. And that could be like a friend or um, a, a potential lover. It's people put on put on their best version of themselves when they first meet you. Um that's what, I, that's what I wish I knew. Um, there, there are many people that I had conflict with. If I just recognized that they were being fake, 
I took everyone for face value and that's a mistake. That's a no-no. That got me in trouble. That got me in fights. And that got me trusting the wrong people. Um, what I wish I knew before I was 20 is that I shouldn't be talking to anyone over the age of 30. Um, what I mean by that is like I shouldn't be trying to date someone who is 30 and above that I should leave them alone because in my experience men that have wanted to date younger Candace younger me were married in a relationship separated they were um in debt they were undesirable to women their age they can't get women their age because no women their age are taking them seriously so they have to go out and get someone who isn't jaded who doesn't know a lot about dating and relationships and who's had a lower body count i mean that's what it is i mean i wish i knew that i was in a position to be a prize in my younger 20s i would have not slept with certain people i wouldn't have slept with so many people I wouldn't have even associated with so many people because I was just too pretty. I devalue myself by going on dates and sleeping with and talking to, giving certain people the time of day that were ugly. Ugly. Just ugly. Uh, I would tell myself, don't you ever play yourself. By thinking that you can't get the guy. Um, I was really insecure in my early 20s. I, and what I would tell myself today is that, honey, you are fine. You are hot as shit. Everybody thinks so. So act like it. I was really, really self-conscious of my body. I, uh, I felt like everyone was judging me. And what I would say to myself back then, I would say, nobody gives a shit. No one's looking at you. You're not that fucking important. Who's keeping tabs on your posture except you? Who's keeping tabs on your flat butt except you? And like what I would tell myself back then is that all these things that you don't like about yourself can be changed by you. So you better get it together and get in control before you're pre-diabetic. I would tell myself that everyone around you, all your friends are not your friends. Everyone you think is gonna be your friend forever is not gonna be there. It's gonna be gone by age 25. I would also tell myself that men will come back around just to see if they still got it. There are certain men in my life that the relationship or the duration of the relationship lasted so many years because they came back around. A lot of guys will come back around just to see if they can still sleep with you, just to see if they still quote unquote got it just to see if they still have game just to see if there's if if you think they're still sexy ryan did that all the time my ex dominique did that this guy that i really liked named ruben he did that um if things didn't work out the first time it's not gonna work out the second time it's not going to work out the third time or the fourth time. And I would have told myself that. I wish I knew that. And another thing I wish that I knew was that if someone shows you their ass, a.k.a. they show you who they really are, believe them the first time. Believe them the first time when they show you who you are. My ex, Dominique, he cheated. I caught him. And then I took him back. 
And then after I took him back, within a week, he moved out. And then within two days of him moving out, he puts me on Pornhub. I should have believed him when he showed me who he was. And I should have said, get the fuck out of my house, you bitch ass nigga. You know, Dominique, if you're listening, I am coming for you. I am coming for you, Deja. If you're listening, tell your man that I am coming for him. I, I know he doesn't have much, but I will come for him civilly and then criminally. I will come for him. I don't care that it's been three years. I don't care. I do not care. I will come for you. I am coming for you. Dominate your days are fucking numbered. Okay? Like, your days are numbered. Your wallet is numbered. Uh, your wages are numbered. Your freedom is numbered. Your reputation is, 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 is at risk. I really hope you didn't think you're going to get away with putting me on display like that. I really hope you don't I really hope you don't think you're going to get away with it. Because you're not. Because you're not. I swear to God, I will hang you publicly. I will hang you publicly and I will take what's left out of your fucking mouth because you have no fucking teeth. I literally will publicly hang this man. What I would tell myself at 20 years old, and this is just to me, I would say, don't you ever date a black man. Don't you ever, don't you dare date a black man. Don't you give them a chance. Don't you look their way. You are right in you hating black men and not wanting shit to do with them. You are right in that. That will protect you. Don't go away from that. I had a real problem when I was 20 or 19, like early 20s, late teens. I hated black men. I hated them. I fucking hated them because the one, the first black guy in my life was my father and he abandoned me so i was like okay you niggas have a tendency to abandon your children i thought it was just my dad turns out it's a whole it's a whole thing in the community in the black community so i'm like huh all right so another thing that i wasn't aware of until i got older is that black men are colorist which which means they 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 pick and choose and they insult and they and they prefer and they put down uh women black women and they 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 treat them differently based on how light skinned they are the darker black women are the more shitty they are treated the lighter the black woman is the more she's preferred the more she's given praise the more she's desired black men created that created that divide i've like growing up as a light-skinned girl i always felt some type of divide between me and dark-skinned girls and i never knew why no dark-skinned girl ever pulled my hair no dark-skinned girl ever beat me up no dark-skinned girl ever made rumors about me or anything And I'm wondering if they feel that I had any animosity towards them because I was lighter. I I just, I see black men did that. They did that. Um, what, why else that I just hated the way black men would try to get my attention. Um, I'd be, for example, I'd be walking down the street. And like across the street, a black man will be like, hey, 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 you. And like, I just don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate that. I, I, don't, appre- I, I don't appreciate when I 
go out and a black man is like, hey, light skin, what you doing, light skin? Like, I don't call me light skin. Don't call me that. Don't fucking call me that. A black man, like, I just, I, I can't, I can't get with it. And it's like the one time I gave a black man a chance, he did me so fucking dirty. And it's like, show me a black man that'll prove me wrong. I have not fucking seen it. And until then, I will leave black men all the way the fuck alone. All the way the fuck alone. Another thing I would tell myself is to be proud to be bisexual. I would tell myself, look, you are into girls. You like gay porn. You watch gay porn all the time. And it's okay. I would tell myself that the world's going to come around and be a lot less homophobic and condemn homophobia to the fullest extent. I would tell myself you're robbing yourself of potential love from a woman if you're so ashamed of being bisexual. I would tell myself, fuck your mom for trying to send you to conversion therapy for falling in love with Brianna. I would absolutely, like, if I could... Give my 20-year-old self a hug and say nothing's wrong with you for being bi, bisexual. I, 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 I would have started bawling because for a long time, I felt dirty. I felt like something was wrong with me. And like that internalized homophobia comes from external homophobia from my family, specifically my mother. I never felt like I was about to be disowned until I until my mom caught me and my ex-girlfriend in the bed together. Like I literally like I've never felt love leave me so fast than when my mom found out I was bisexual. Hey. 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 Hey, I'm on that slaughter gang shit, murder gang shit, shit, murder gang shit. Sticks and stones, chrome on chrome, that's just what a nigga owns. <laughs> 21, can you do something for me? Can you wear a little wrist flex for me? 21, can you do something for me? Drop a couple balls on my head for me. 21. This song is hot. I don't care what anybody says. I like this song. I would have a heart to heart to myself. If I could go back in time. If I could go back in time. If I could find my way. I would just flat out tell myself that I am not meant or even capable or even fit to be a lawyer, let alone a law student. I would tell myself to give that dream up. I spent so... I was so high on drugs. I was so delusional. And I was, I had, I had like dangerous ambition. Like when a bipolar person is on a bunch of drugs and they become delusional, they think that they can do things beyond their capabilities. Um, um, being a lawyer is a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to do. It requires focus. It requires um, 
you to be the most reliable person probably on the planet. Um, you have to be beyond dependable. You have like you have to be on your shit all the time. You have to. You have to make sound arguments. You have to um, defend people. You have to defend bad people. You have to defend the Constitution. You have to interpret laws. These are all things that a drug addict is not going to do. Okay? Especially like a bipolar person who's not treating their mental illness, which I wasn't doing in my early 20s. I would have told myself to save your fucking money on all of the LSAT test prep. Save all your grief. Save, like, stop studying. Stop stop studying to be a lawyer because you will never be a lawyer. You will never have the discipline. You will never have what it takes to get into law school. And therefore, if you can't even get there, you could never be a fucking lawyer. Never. Ever, 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 ever. And like, if I just swallowed that truth, there's no telling like who I could be today. Because I spent years trying to study. And what I was really doing was just getting high. I would get high with my test book, my test prep book. And I would try to do logic games. I would try to take a practice LSAT high on weed. I would... It was, it was, it was delusion. It was mental illness at its peak. Like, I, like, I'm not the type of person to wake up and go to court. I'm not the type of person to defend a child molester. I'm not the type of person to fucking, um, I'm not reliable because I'm bipolar. Like, what if I get in a mood and, like, I say, fuck it. And like I, I or or what if what if what if my addiction kicks in and I miss court? That's embarrassing. I just I would really just I wish somebody told me I wish somebody had the heart to tell me like, honey, you're not lawyer material. You're just not law school material. It's just not it. Um, when I was at ASU. Arizona State University, I um, I would tell myself, you're going to make it. You're going to graduate. But you don't have to make it hard. You don't have to make it hard on yourself. This doesn't have to be a struggle more than it's more than it more than it should be. Because college is hard enough. College is hard enough. It's like you're you're in debt. You're far away from home. You you have no friends. You're sharing your room with a stranger. And there's so much information to take in. You don't have enough time in the day. It's overwhelming. Don't take it personal. Just wanna be alone. You gotta your own. Man, there's so much I would say to myself before I went to college. Let's talk about that. One, I would tell myself that I need to learn to respect people. My first college roommate was a goody two-shoes, but she was a whore. But, like, she wasn't down for drugs. And, like, I didn't respect that. I didn't respect other people's, like, walks of life. Like, I don't know if she had a 
bad experience with a family member who was on drugs. I don't know if she's a former addict in recovery. I just had no respect for people. I, I And it wasn't on purpose. I was highly unaware of myself. I was not self-aware. Um, so like, boom, the first night I, I am in the dorm with my new roommate, I'm busting out cocaine. Totally illegal. Totally not cool. And she calls the police. She calls the fucking police. Uh, it was me and Ryan in the dorm and he flushed my cocaine and like I asked the police for a warrant and like they didn't come inside. But like it was documented that like her roommate said that she has cocaine and we couldn't verify that. And uh... hey, Taylor, if you're listening to this, fuck you, you bitch. sensitive ass bitch almost got me arrested anyway i but like the point is i could have avoided that whole situation if i had respect for other people and their personal space i would uh tell myself that i did the right thing by breaking up with jason Because for a long time, I, well, like for the first, and I would tell myself that uh, I like break up with him before you get to college. Because like I turned 18 and I went to college, I went to campus three days later. Um, And I, and for I think half a semester, I, um, I was still with my boyfriend and he wasn't in school. Uh, he lived like 50 minutes west of the campus. But like I, I was 20, I was, I was 18, you know? And like, I would just be like, you know what, Candace, you did the right thing by breaking up with him and you should have done it sooner because he's only holding you back. And another thing I would fucking say to myself is let go of everyone in your fucking past, all your everyone you knew in middle school, everyone you knew in your old neighborhood, everyone you grew up with, leave them in the fucking past because they just like your ex-boyfriend, are holding you back. It's like, I don't know what it is about, like, people from your old town or your past. Like, they just, they keep you in a in a mindset that is um, stagnant. You'll never grow. Like, you'll see the same people. It's just, it's, it stunts your growth. You know what I mean? And, and, like, don't feel bad for creating a new identity. Um... And that's one thing I would really say too is like you don't have to hold on to your identity that you that you've cultivated as a teenager. Just because you smoke weed all day doesn't mean you have to continue to do that. Doesn't mean just because you smoke cigarettes since you were 13, 14 doesn't mean you have to continue to do that. Um I would tell myself figure out who you are now before others do it for you. Um and if I really know, and if not be for real, I could be wrong when I feel like something good is going on. <laughs> what was I saying? Sorry, I like this song. It's only you I want to be done. Well, what you're going through, I want to be down. I want to be down with you, no matter the sun, a day or night is true. I want to be down. <laughs> I almost had it. I almost had it. I need vocal training. Who's going to pay for vocal training? Mommy!
Just kidding. Um, yeah. Side note. Side note. I just want to I just want to talk about this really quick. The girls are fighting. The girls are fighting. The girls are fucking fighting. There are two women that I know. Well, one I know. One I know of. Um, never met her. But, like, things between me and this girl have been okay. You know, it's been friendly. It's been mutual. But she starts posting subliminal messages. And I'm like, who are you talking about? What what you talking about? So I ask her, who are you talking about? She says nothing. And then my homegirl starts posting. She starts sub-posting. I'm like, who are you talking about? And she told me, I'm talking about the uh, talking about the other girl. Long story short, the girls are fighting. And I hope this other girl steps out of line so I can fight. I'm in the mood to fight. I... One thing about me is that if you're my friend and I care about you, I will fight a bitch for you. No question. No question. Especially a bitch that like is like bigger than you or like has more social status. Like I will humble a bitch. I will really humble a bitch. And I've been waiting to humble this bitch for a while because there's something about white women that likes to attach themselves to the Native American culture. And she is one of those white women. And I have a deep issue with white women saying things like, I love my ancestors talking about Native Americans when their ancestors are literally not native to the fucking land that they live on. Uh... She posed naked in front of a teepee. She posed naked in front of a teepee. I don't know how fucking racist. How much more. ah, My culture is not your fucking aesthetic. Ashley. Put that in your fucking podcast and your fucking story and fucking at me. Because one thing I do not play it's fucking sub posting and fucking anonymous anonymous messages. Say it with your fucking chest. If you got something to say to my fucking homegirl, if you have an opinion, if you have a bone to pick with her, fucking tell her to her face with your fucking IP address. Don't be a fucking mystery bitch. Because you will get found out and you have been found out. And like the more you make a big deal about it. The more I'm getting upset and the more I'm going to fucking. I will fight you if you blow this up. This morning you were talking about getting a lawyer for what? Sorry, guys. I know you're like, who the fuck is she talking to? But like, I have ops. I have a lot of ops. I have a lot of ops that will listen to my podcast just to see if I'm talking about them, if I'm talking about Ryan, if I'm fucking talking about uh 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 Esteban, um like who whoever. And it's just like if you are my enemy or if I'm your enemy and you're listening to me, what the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you? And I know some haters are listening because it's just like, I look at my stats. I know who's listening. And you're listening the whole episode. Thank you, by the way. It's just like, it's just, what I, another thing I would tell myself is to stay away from Esteban. For those of you who don't know, I grew up with two good friends, Brianna and Esteban. And Esteban Always, 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 always talk shit about his friends. Um, he was a great under me, but he always talked shit about his friends. Always. And then one day, I found out he was talking shit about me. Calling me a drug addict. Calling me an ugly bitch. Calling me a fat bitch. Calling me lazy and dirty. 
like calling me all kinds of names to his to his little friends. But those same friends he would talk about to me and Brianna. So I'm just kind of like, which is it? And I gave him the benefit of the doubt because like he really hates himself. And so that's what a lot of people don't realize about him is that he hates himself. He hates the way he looks. He hates everything about his body. He hates, he hates, he just hates it. And underneath his attitude, underneath how loud he is, and underneath how threatening he is, keyword threatening. Threatening. This man loves to put on a show. And he showed me who he was uh, years ago. And I should have believed him because this man went on Snapchat live or Instagram live, came to my house and tried to force his way into my house to fight me. I don't remember why, but like he wanted to fight me. And like now that I'm talking about him openly on the podcast, I say, bitch, if you want to fight me, DM me, get the address or I will catch you at fucking high score bar or fucking Cobra. Hit me. You're a fucking man. You can put all the fucking makeup you want to put on. But if you hit me, if you throw a bottle at me, you fuck up my car. I will have you arrested. I'll have that mugshot plastered all over my fucking Instagram. And I will be at every court hearing to make sure you fucking go to jail or you fucking pay me. And I mean that. Come for me. I, I really wish you would come for me. I, I, I'm, I, feel like, I feel like somebody needs to fucking call your bluff. And I am one of, I know you before you're a prom king. Okay, like I, I know who you really are. I know who you really are. Sorry, guys. I'm just like, I'm, this is this episode is just like, man, if I just, if I just knew these things, like I, I would, my life, like I would, I would, I would have, I would have, you know what? It's just like, I don't regret my experiences. I don't, I don't regret anything, but I just. At least I wouldn't have been surprised when, like, shit hits the fan. In certain situations, in certain jobs, with in certain relationships. I'm not done. I'm not done. Um, I would uh, tell myself that I don't have to sell drugs to make people like me. And I don't have to sell drugs to be somebody. Um... When I was selling drugs, everyone wanted to be my friend because they wanted free drugs. They wanted drugs at a discount or they wanted an opportunity to steal drugs from me. Um, There's this one girl named Leah who um, was addicted to Xanax. And I remember like before I started selling Xanax, it was really iffy with her. Like, she wouldn't really talk to me. But, like, once I started selling Xanax, she was at my dorm at 7 a.m. She was like, hey, do you want to go to the dining hall? Hey, do you want to um, do you want to hang out in the library after class? Do you want to go to do you want to go to Justin and Val's apartment with me? She would show up to my fucking apartment unannounced. Like, she would uh, call me and be like, what are you doing? I'm I'm by your apartment. Like, <laughs> there's no telling if she was stealing Xanax from me. Because I had, I had a lot of Xanax. I had about, I mean, I had hundreds at a time. I had a lot of Xanax. I had hundreds. I mean, like, I had, like, I... I would re-up by, like, by 400. And, like, there's no telling what she stole, how much she stole. And I also had Adderall. 
So it's like, and she she was prescribed Adderall. So it's like I don't know. I just I just don't know how much she stole from me. Um, and it's like as soon as I stopped selling drugs, she was the first person to be like, I think you should do it one more time. And I'm just like, oh my god. Alright, hold on. Hold on. I gotta fuck. I gotta fuck it up. I gotta fuck it up. I don't want your man. Cause I gotta like that. You need to be like that. Be like that. <laughs> your man, he be calling me back. You see, I'm fine. In a matter of fact. <laughs> Mm, mm, mm. Sing with me. Sing with me. You know the fucking words. I understand why you wanna try. Make a stay home late at night. But if you wanna go, you'll be gone. No lie. I can't explain how many times I try. How many times I cry. Thinking about mine and where he might be. Remember when I gave everything I got? I love someone who didn't love me. But now I get if he don't wanna love you the right way, he ain't gonna leave me. <laughs> if he ain't gonna love you the way he should, then let it go. If he ain't gonna treat you the way he should, and let it go. If he ain't gonna love you the way he should, and let it go, let it go. Then let it go. When the song come on in the club, they gonna be like, damn, that's hot. When they play it in the dark, they drop they tops like, damn, that's hot. They gon' make sure we're bigger. It was all a dream. Like, damn, that's hot. Me and Keisha don't stop till they tip the top. Like, damn. Not understand why I take my time. Oh, this is my part. Hold on. But I don't want your man. Your man's been calling me. Trying to get me to see that he wants me to be with him. But he ain't the one for me. And if you only knew. <laughs> if you bitches only knew. Finally see that. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to hurt some feelings. I'm going to hurt some feelings. These men are lucky. That I am not in their girlfriend's inbox, in their wife's inbox, telling them, your man is checking for me every single day and it's fucking uncomfortable. You need to fucking check him. There's this artist. There's this artist. I won't say his fucking name, but he's married. He is totally married and like every other day, every single selfie, he likes it and he likes it. And he replies to my selfies with hard eyes and uh, he uh, says shit like, how's my girl? How's my girl doing? And uh, I feel like a lot of, he's in his 60s, so I feel like a lot of old men, they... Um, they try to say things like sweetie and sweetheart and how's my girl um try to pass it off like oh it's just my age so i'm calling you that because like you're a lot younger than me but they mean it sexually um like this guy has sent me a picture of underwear and told me that i should wear them um the reason why I'm not like in the reason why I'm not like exposing these men is because I did it once and the wife got mad at me. She got mad at me and like I was just like, alright, uh, this is the first and last time I'm gonna do this shit. First and last time.
let me just tell you what happened. Like, I had this friend named Sarah, and she was like, hey, you spray paint. My mom has a backyard. I really want to spray paint like something for my mom or want to have it spray painted can can you do it so her and her brothers all pitched in and paid me to spray paint her mom's backyard so like i did it and i was there for about a week um after work and um sarah's married and her husband was like there and like her husband would like roll us blunts and it was just me and Sarah talking while I was spray painting and like I didn't think anything of it in like I started getting messages on Instagram from an account that I wasn't aware of and like the thing about my Instagram is that I am an artist on Instagram I'm not a personal account I mean it is my personal account and I like post Instagram stories that are like, like it is a personal account, but like all my posts are like my art. I have two selfies on my entire feed and that's it. Um, I say that to say like I, any, anybody could be messaging me. Like, it, it, like I, people follow me from all over anywhere because I'm an artist, um, so when, so when any account is like replying to me like hey you're amazing or you're really pretty or like something like that i just i just say thank you and i move on i'm not really checking like who that person is um it's uh, this one account kept telling me like you're beautiful like like was like saying a bunch of like saying a bunch of inappropriate shit like a bunch of affectionate shit and a bunch of sexual shit i don't remember specifically but i was like i don't know who this is and like i looked at his profile and it's a picture of his kids and like i look at pictures in his profile and like it's it's i'm like oh my god it's sarah's husband the person who's been sending me all these like nasty and like inappropriate things the past week is Sarah's husband. And I'm just like, <gasps> what do I do? The fuck do I do? The fuck do I do? Cause like I was already done with the mural by this time. And like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to fucking do. But like one morning he sent me like a bunch of inappropriate shit a bunch of inappropriate shit and like i messaged him back i was like your wife is my friend and i will tell her and like he i've never seen someone unsend messages so fast and he do you know what he said he was like you're right i'm sorry he said you're right i'm sorry and i'm just like oh my fucking god and then i told her and she got so mad at me. And I was just like, oh, okay. All right. Blame me. Okay. All right. I'm going to end the episode. There are, I could go on and on and on. I could, I could. But we'll save that for another time. But like one thing that I'm going to end it with is that you can't change anybody. You cannot change anybody. And you can wish the best for someone, but they have to want it themselves. And that includes you. I can't change Ryan. I can't change Brianna. I can't change the past. I can't change the fact that my mom's about about to marry a loser. I can't change the fact that I I, I just I like I just you can't change people.
So you can change yourself. That's what I would have. That's what I would have said. All of you youngins that are 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24 that are listening. It's not too late to learn from what I said. It's not. Make better choices. Exercise. Save your money. And learn from other people's mistakes. Did I say we're in Jamaica? Did I mention that we're in Jamaica? We're in Jamaica. And like we're in Guam. And we're in different parts of Mexico. And we're just... We're just thriving. We're thriving. Okay. If you have not rated the podcast, if you have not left a review, and you really like me, and like you've been listening for a little bit, please support me and leave a rating and leave a review. Please. I... I want to hear feedback. Like, I want to hear from you. Like, I just want to hear what made you laugh. I want to hear what type of episode do you want more of. Just help a bitch help you. Okay. I got to get the fuck out of here because, like, I am preaching. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Okay. Okay, okay, bye. Okay. Okay, I'm going now. Okay. This is Candace with the Manic Candace Podcast. Hope you have a great rest of your evening, morning, afternoon, day, and I bid you adieu. Bye-bye.